Thank you for listening to the show. If you want to connect with other listeners and also dive deeper into topics, as well as attend live trainings every Tuesday at 8 p.m., click the link down below and join the First Time Homebuyer School. See you inside. Welcome back to House Rich, the first time home buy show where we help millennials figure out where do I get started in real estate and how to build generational wealth. Today's topic is why this ain't like the 2008 housing crash, because it's not. So home prices are obviously declining. I talked about this a little bit last week and I talked when I mentioned about the housing market reset. And so like the lazy thing for folks to do is be like, Oh, this is 2008 all over again. Here's the thing. Like, home prices decreased 19.7% in 2008. Today, they're up 18%, right? So they were up 43% at one point in the year, but they're still up 18%. So, you know, home prices went up so quick. Obviously, they're going to come down at, at some point. So, as always, I like to present you guys the numbers and the data. And so, like I said, if you have some data or you have some numbers that say otherwise, that say, hey, this is 2008. Shoot it to me. Email me at uh, my emails in, in the description. I'll review it and I'll do a presentation for it. My goal is just to bring you guys the facts. I don't really have a, a horse in this race, despite what other uh, folks folks may think. You know, they're, they're horses hoping the housing market crashes so they can, so home prices go down to values two years ago when they didn't buy real estate at that time either, but because that's uh, another tangent. So here's some information put out by the Fed, right? So the Fed raised the federal funds rate by 75 basis points to the 3 to 3.25% range during the September meeting. Like this was the third straight quarter, the point increased in uh, pushing borrowing costs to the highest level since 2008. You know what I'm saying? Policymakers, they also think that, you know, like the ongoing increase in the target range will be appropriate, which was reinforced by Jerome Powell's during the upcoming press conference. Sorry, I'm trying to read. For some reason, I have trouble reading. When he said, <laughs> we have to get inflation behind us. I wish there were a painless way to do it. There isn't. And so that's what he put out um, basically last week during the, the meeting, right? And so they think that... So right now, the cost of borrow money is like 3 three uh, to 3.25%. The thing is going to reach like point. 4% by December. Because if you guys are listening, or if it's your first episode, as I mentioned, the Fed has already announced that they're going to raise interest rates by 50 and 75 basis points later this year as well. So the, the writing's already on the wall and it's on the paper. And so what I'm looking at right now is just a, a chart of the, the federal fund rate over the last year. And it's just a flat chart from November all the way up to March where it's like well under... 0.5% and then it just it just takes off like if you're looking at like a slide you know it takes off like like a slide does and goes up to where it's at right now and like the three and a quarter range so this is this is a huge jump so the the speed of the jump is more um to me important than the actual interest rate increase because that's what's really hitting people is the quickness is which the federal reserve has raised the cost to borrow money because it, it, it doesn't give folks time to like adjust or do anything just like home or you know the mortgages were at three percent one year or one month six months later they're at seven percent and so i think that's a lot of the the shock and all that's going on right now and so like i have, I have another chart which shows you over the last 25 years and so what you'll see if you're looking at this chart is in around the two the early 2000s leading up to 2008 
this cost to borrow money was actually like uh, in the high high five. So we're still actually above that rate right now. The cost to borrow money, not actual interest rates. Those are two different things. And I go over interest rates the last the last year. And you kind of see that they are what they what you kind of think. It kind of goes once again up like a roller coaster, up down, up down, up down, up down, but always going up. And then hopefully at some point, sounds like 2024, there'll be some sort of um, dip that happens to uh, to lower the cost to borrow money and interest rates when, you know, the Fed in theory gets this inflation thing under control. Because that's really what they're up to with this, um, with rates and the interest rates, basically making it, you know, just basically too hard for folks to, to buy homes, essentially. And so uh, I got a chart when we go over home prices the last 25 years. And once again, it looks like a um, a sine wave. You know what a sine wave is, but if you tilt a sine wave at like a 45 degree angle, the, the first hump being like in 2008, then it comes down from the crash and it, then it just kind of goes back up. And then there's obviously this huge uh, spike up like from 2020 to 2022, which is like an outlier. And then there's like a spike down as home prices actually decrease. And also they have another chart where we talk about where we look at inventory. Inventory is at its peak in the early 2000s. And it's actually been going down drastically like every year um, up until right now. And also it, it took like the biggest dip like from uh, looks like 2011 to 2012 for some reason. Not sure what happened during that, that time frame, right? But here's the thing. The biggest factor that drives home prices is actually the unemployment rate. I remember did a presentation on this like two, three years back when uh, one of my managers asked me what I thought drove home prices. And then I was in this class and I ended up kind of doing the research on the unemployment thing just to, to verify what he what he said. And so U.S. unemployment rate rose 3.75% in August of 2022, the highest since February and above market expectations of 3.5%. The number of unemployed people increased by... Three hundred forty-four thousand dollars, three hundred forty-four thousand people, uh, to six point, so basically six million and change. Basically, what it's saying is that the unemployed people increased, but also the number of employed people increased as well, and more people actually entering back in the, in the job force. And maybe that's because things are getting so expensive, folks are having to get like uh, get jobs and get new jobs. Uh, who knows? The we have to let the data play out there. And so if you look at employment since October of last year, it was at like 4.7% in October of last year. It dipped down to 3.5% in July and it's, it kind of curved up to 3.7% uh, present day. And so I got a chart, you know, inflation the last couple of years, but let's look at, not inflation, but let's look at unemployment like in the 2008 time frame. And so unemployment in like the early 2000s was between like four and six percent and so like i said right now we're we're under we're under four percent so the unemployment level is lower than then as well and then there's another interesting chart which is household debt service payments as a percentage of disposable personal income and so in the early 2000s that percentage was like in the 12 13 percent right now and we're in like the between like nine and eight percent as far as that. So like the amount of money people are spending towards their household debt is less than it was in 2000, uh, the early 2000 time frame as well. And so once again, like the thing that drives home prices is, is the employment really for the most part, but also this, so rates typically don't drive home prices, but uh, a spike like this is unprecedented. And so it's kind of like just a shock. And so that 
may have some impact on home prices, or it will have impact on home prices as well, because like I said, folks um, just can't afford certain properties uh, at the time frame. So one thing I'm curious about is what it's going to do with inventory, right? Because if like, if you bought a home like any time in like the last 10 years, like your interest rate is pretty low. And so even if you were thinking about moving, you're probably like, huh, you're probably looking at two things. You're like, hey, you know, um, six months ago, my home may have been like, I don't know, 10, 15, 20% more valuable. Uh, so why would I sell it now at this lower price? And also if I do sell it, I want to get a mortgage at a seven, six, seven percent interest rate. So I think a lot of people just aren't going to sell their homes, right? I mean, the only reason people have to sell their homes is like, you know, unfortunate situations like divorce, uh, job loss, or, you know, maybe, you know, for, you know, a good thing, you know, maybe they got have to relocate due to like a promotion or something like that. But outside of those scenarios, like people that don't have to sell their home, like aren't going to sell their home. Like, I don't know why they, they would, they're just going to be like, Hey, I'm going to wait this out to 2024 because they listen to folks like me and they know that's when the, uh, Fed's supposed to, to, to lower rates. Right. And so. If you listened to the episode last week, I'm going to go over like some charts and some information that I that I talked about last week. But basically, the you know one of the things I hear about is you no, know, you know, 2008. I think we all know is like the wild wild west of mortgage lending. But if you look at like um, right now, folks are like, oh, you know, they look at stuff like they're like, oh, Bank of America has a program where they're giving you know minorities loans and they don't have to check credit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, reckless lending habits are reckless now. No, 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 that's not the case, uh, bro. So, um, but if you look at like the, the number of the credit score of the average person, like in the early 2000s, so in the early 2000s, like people that had like a 660 or less credit score made up like maybe like 20% of home buyers. Now they make up like looking at this chart, like less than like 5% of home buyers. So like the lending or probably less than like two percent let's say five percent though uh of home buyers so the the lending habits are a lot more stricter and this is for this is I, like seriously go to my youtube channel and check out this chart if you haven't haven't seen it i'll put the link in the bio but if you look from like 2010 to now like it's probably less than two percent of people have like a sub 660 credit score 620 credit score when applying for a loan if you go back to the pre-2000s it's probably like 10 percent, and so that that's a huge jump and then furthermore like looks like about 70% of borrowers have a 760 or above um, since like 2019 versus like the early 2000s where it looks like it may have maxed out a lot of somewhere between like 25 and 33% of, you know, people with like a 760 or, or above. So that's just kind of a snapshot of the of folks credit scores the last, um, the last uh, decade or since 2008. Another chart, which I talked about, are adjustable rate mortgages. People just aren't getting adjustable rate mortgages like these days. Not since like, if you go, if you look from like 2019 to today, like less than 5% people on average have adjustable rate mortgages. Why? Because rates are so low, it doesn't make any sense to get an arm. Like what the, what an arm is, is like, hey, I'm going to lock in my interest rate for five years at lower than the market rate. But after five years, my rate goes to wherever the the market is. And so folks are like, what are the odds that my interest rate will get lower than it is now? Like the, the odds are pretty slim. And so folks just locked in low rates. But if you look back in the early 2000s, man, at some point, like 30% of people had adjustable rate mortgages. So once the, and, I, and I'm not super versed on how, how the terms of the arms were back then, but I, I assume they were like lower than like five years. It may have been like one, two or three years. So once those arms adjust, it's like, it's like chaos because now if you go from paying like 3% to like 8% and then your payment goes from like, 
a thousand dollars to like eighteen hundred dollars like folks just can't even afford to make those payments and then um the last thing stating the as well is like just from a common sense perspective like yeah rates are high now but it's not like people that got mortgages um from january of 2022 and before somehow that their fixed mortgage is going to be inflated december cent no they're fine like the, the their rate is the rate like whatever's going on with the market does not matter it's like neither here nor there so that's what i say it's not like the 2008 at all once again the the causes of the 2008 housing crash were one reckless lending habits high and in, in high inventory and in, in these arms and so like that that's far from the case nowadays and so once again, not to say the home price are decreasing, they clearly are, but once again, decreasing from where? So that's all I got for you guys and gals uh, today. If you Once again, if you ever want to see a topic, let me know. Join my first time homebuyer community, link in the bio, and that's how you suggest a topic uh, in that community. Like I said, the last, I think the last like four or five topics have just been suggestions from the community. So I uh, try to give the people what they want. Um, like I said, if you enjoyed this episode, share it with a friend and uh, leave a review. I would really appreciate that. And what it does is it helps uh, the podcast guys say, hey, this is a good podcast. And it shoots it out to other people. And so the the more the bigger the audience gets, actually, the, the more and better guests I can kind of bring on for you guys as well. Like I had on the uh, co-founder of Legacy Home Loans uh, for you guys a few weeks back so i'm i'm going to be doing a lot of solo episodes just because I, I like those those are easier to do but i'll bring on guests is like the the um the environment or the news or whatever whatever's going on in the world actually calls for it so there you go uh and to end off things buy land hold on <laughs> what's my intro root but hold on <laughs> buy land rumor has it they're not making any more of it all right <laughs> thank you